Being on the top three, now my son is scoring piles. Welcome to the Youth Hockey of High School Hockey Podcast. I'm Danny Ryan, joined with you in studio by two people this time. Somebody came down to the Metro, Carl. I'm down. here. Yes, that's all you have to say, I guess. And Tony, Scott. Tony, how are you? I'm in the house. I'm ready to talk high school hockey. Okay, we're we're all here. I think I said that, and then you guys both said that you're here. I know. I'm excited. excited For these things. We got <laughs> Well, what have you guys been up to during the off season? Tony's probably there is no off season. <laughs> you kidding me? You're not by the pool? Nine. Last week I was. Yeah. Oh, last okay. Week I, I did mean, some pool time. Some people have pools, right, Carl? Yeah. Some people have pools in their yards. Some of us don't. That's me. Yeah. And it's not even above ground. Nope. In mm. ground <laughs> pool. Uh, what have you and been I think up to? The, I think their family's been in it like three times. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Are there little fish swimming around in it, too? Yeah. <laughs> Just, we don't use it. Our kids are old. They don't the, use it. There's a Minneapolis um, city pool that's closed like three times, that natural like water pool. Did you see that? Is it seven pools, whatever? Seven? Yeah, yeah. yeah I used it's to go there when I was a kid. closed like three times. Oh, yeah. It's, it's gross. Like, <laughs> the water's green. It's gross. Uh, in northern Minnesota, we have lakes. Well, what else have you been doing in northern Minnesota, Carl? Uh, I spent some time outside of northern Minnesota. I did some... Hiking and camping in national parks out west. Uh, had to get out of here for a little bit, but now I'm diving back into the hockey. Well, you bad. dove in big time today, didn't I did. you? I did. I had a <laughs> long day at Braemar. <laughs> <laughs> You're a much bigger man than me. <laughs> I got my palm read this week, and the lady said, you should go on more walks and lose a little weight. No <laughs> yes. way. Yes. We should add that this was a date. <laughs> No way. Yeah. The lady read my tarot cards and said this. That's not nice. It's no. like no tip. It was like, huh? No tip. I guess I am getting a little pudgy. <laughs> oh man, that's not nice. Well, well, let's talk some hockey tone. Lots of news and nuggets. We released a rumors from the rink article this week, just in time for the Braemar uh, Classic. I thought the article did really well. In fact, I the guy from Follow the Puck. Use plenty of information as if it were his own. You know, if he goes and buys the information from our paywall, he can use it as his own information. So, congratulations, Doug, for reading our article. <laughs> Ooh, daggers out. Salty <laughs> this afternoon. Oh, on, seriously. <laughs> okay, get to Ridiculous. actual news and nuggets because that's the good stuff. All right, so here's the coaches are on the move. We got. I would just say there's five noobs that are worth noting. Creighton Durham Hall picks up the uh, Funk Master. The Funk and and um, Brian Murphy. Brian Murph from T- uh, Totino. Uh, Cloquet does not have a new coach, but they've lost their mm-hmm. uh, existing coach. Um, and East Grand Forks picks up, loses a coach, picks up their old coach, Tyler. I can't pronounce the Pasino. Yep. Meet the new boss, same as the Two-time old boss. Two-time state champion. <laughs> yep, and, uh, and won it as a player too. Mm-hmm. Lake, Lakeville South picks up Yanni Kiviami, a mm-hmm. uh, very good hire to replace A.J. Bucchino, who's now uh, the bench boss of the Minnesota Magicians. And Yanni is from Burnsville. Oh, Burnsville, yes. Also yes. Finland. Yeah, also I was, was going to say, uh, from <laughs> Helsinki? <laughs> what is Helsinki? Yes. <laughs> I thought he was more of, more of a... No. That was like a trick question. Oslo. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and then finally, I thought it was a good hire. Um, obviously, being a 
former Jefferson dad. Uh, Jefferson hired Mike Twirler, which I immediately thought was a great hire yep. because Mike, it's his day job is building youth hockey programming for Minnesota hockey. He will do an excellent job of building from the ground up a uh, youth hockey program in the west side of Bloomington, which will be great. I, I went uh, to, they had a, his first announcement, whatever, we discussed who he was. If you were to listen, it's the model. He's the model high school hockey coach. He's, yeah. he's very competitive. He wants to build the program from the ground up. Um, he wants to win. And the kids are really bought it, but already buying into the into the into the twig formula. I think he's going to be a great coach. It's just not going to be the talent pool in West Bloomington no. is it's gone. But it's going to take it can, five to it ten can years. It can build to, up. Oh yeah. yeah, and and I would say this: like if and I and I hate to use this analogy, but if if you can if you can make it as a a really really uh, great place to play. People will transfer there, and we'll get to transferring <laughs> eventually. But people will go to school at yes. Bloomington Jefferson if they think that they have a chance to win a championship. And Section Three AA, no offense, Danny, to St. Thomas, isn't exactly deep. It's a place where you can actually make a trek to the to the X if you have I the right team. I don't need any more competition though. There. No, you know, <laughs> just, I'm saying, I'm just saying, it's a winnable section versus Jefferson actually should be in Six AA yes. and Creighton should be in Three AA. Yes. That's another topic but as long oh, as they're yeah. not it's a pretty good place mm-hmm. to, to, to you got a chance yeah, they could build something there yeah i so. was talking to some former jags this week and we were discussing how that twiggy should bring back like all old uniforms old helmets old breezers like really embrace all the history well i can say this that we will because i'm still involved with it they will bring back an alum every night, every home game. They're going to bring back a, a, a oh, former player. <laughs> every home game, they're going to honor a former player. Yeah, and the guys who I was talking to this weekend, they were all super. They've excited. already they're already starting to come back. Crowley was came to a practice. Checo's come to a practice. Yeah, these guys are coming back. They can see that Twigs is embracing the past and they're all in the area yeah. still yeah so that's and what makes it kind of cool for sure for sure so uh, a couple shout outs um uh just some other new stuff uh, stma was denied uh a petition yeah. <laughs> whatever application to the late conference which would have been interesting i think the only viable team that can really school that can get into the late conference that works i don't think they would agree to it would be maple grove right and not i'm not speaking just from a uh, from uh, hockey, but just yeah, an athletics perspective. Yeah. It works, but if you lived in Maple Grove, would you want to go to, you know, Edina or Eden Prairie for a, you know, a track meet in the middle of the traffic and all that? It just doesn't, it doesn't work. No. It really doesn't. No. So, um, uh, a kid named Dan Johnson from East Ridge was yes. hurt. Hopefully he gets better soon. Yeah, fractured vertebrates and up in Duluth in a tournament. So Yeah. Yeah. And then Brendan Flaherty, obviously the coach at Duluth Marshall, has stage three throat cancer. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yes, throat. Uh, yeah. I know it is stage three. Uh, special prayers for Brendan in yeah. that situation. Brendan's so. just a genuinely nice guy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. A lot of fun to work with. So Yeah, really Hoping intense. For the best for him. Really mm-hmm. intense guy. All right, so this uh, our summer session here. We're going to talk over some vintage uh, past things with kids leaving, kids staying, kids transferring, and then we'll talk about kind of the juice, kind of stuff that we came out of our article. 
um, and it's somewhat public now. But we'll, we'll if, you, if you haven't followed Twitter and you haven't kept up with some of the stuff, this is kind of an overall over re, overview of everything that's gone down so far on the off season heading into this next season. So I I think we get stuck every off season of a recency bias in a lot of ways, where it's like, oh my god, this person's leaving, you know, type of thing. When it's like, okay, we got to settle down and. You know, how many people are leaving, you know, type of thing. Is this more or less than normal? Is this more right. transfers than normal? Or are you just saying this because, you know, it's in front of your face well, right Well, part now. of it's the whole social media. It's so, it's so up to date. It's so quick. Yes. It's yeah. so right there for mm-hmm. you. And everybody gets a voice. You know, that's kind of a over – everyone gets a voice. No. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, well, we were terrified a bit today on it. So, um, <laughs> Anyway, um, so let's talk about guys that left the programs, big names that have left programs, and it's made an, that it made an impact. Yes. Um, uh, let's talk – so I, I got one of my – the first guy, when I think of guys who left – uh, Jamie Langerburn is the first one yeah, that comes to mind. Same I mean, for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's just like, bam, he left, and that's big. You know? Yeah. He did not play high school hockey senior year. Uh, Blake Wheeler, a little bit different story for him. You know, he won a state tournament as a junior. Yep. Those are those guys where it's not as big a deal when they leave, like a Hane and McLaughlin, those guys. You know, they, yeah. when they once you win it, you know, you can kind of move on to greener pastures. Uh, here's one, Joe Pankrantz. We saw him today over at uh, Braemar. He left the Jags yep. for, I believe it was the USHL, and eventually, after a short stint at the U, he went to the WHL. Yeah, and he was. Uh, I was talking to Checo today, and he was number one midterm scouting report. Oh like, yeah, he he was the real deal type of thing, and not to say that Jefferson didn't need him, but they didn't, they didn't need, need him. him. <laughs> 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 did this need is him. nothing against Joe. No. <laughs> Like, okay, see you later. We're still going to go undefeated. We'll miss you. Um, here's one. Uh, uh, a St. Thomas kid uh, still playing at the U, Tommy Novak. I mean, he left. That was a big dagger yeah. to the – A team that could have won it all easily. easily. Yes. In yep. Tommy's freshman year or sophomore year, he couldn't – he could do no wrong on the ice. Winning in overtime against Edina, it, it was just every big goal – Tommy scored it. The Hermantown goal, you know, everything. He was, he would have been a huge front runner for Mr. Hockey. I agree. Uh, here's another one. Uh, he's made quite an impact at the pro level. Uh, Jake Gensel left a year early. He put long. up like 60 points. He he was a stud. Got at his Hill. team to a state championship game. Yeah. It, yeah. And yeah. kind of out of nowhere, too. It wasn't like that team was predicted to be in the state yeah, championship game. Really a handful of players really carrying that team. Yes, yeah. Jake was one of them. Jake won a state championship, I think, as, as a bantam at Woodbury. So, I mean, there was plenty. He had – Well, think about Woodbury winning a bantam championship. You know, they they didn't pan out in high school at all. No, so no, no. There's they, a couple they just of won players. a peewee championship last year, too. Oh, so, yeah. it's just – and none of those kids are going to end up at East Ridge or Woodbury. It's just yeah. kind of sad how yeah. that works. Yeah, but, but it just, just does. It, it's an East Side thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, it really is. It is. All right, so who's leaving who, – who do we have so far documented who's leaving this You forgot year? the East kid. Oh, I, wait, I'm sorry. I didn't write him down. You want to tell the story uh, about it? 
Or no, just uh, well, sir. The most oh, significant Walensky. one that I can think of for me is Andy Walensky, who would have yeah, been a yeah. senior on the the 2011 team that lost in triple overtime, and now he's in the NHL. So <laughs> that could have swung a state championship there. Yeah, <laughs> that would have helped. Yeah. Well, I think it's still dependent on JoJo Janetta <laughs> there, yes, but JoJo was helpful. But, <laughs> but. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Um, yes. Uh, tw- okay. So who's leaving? I have one, two, three, four, five. I, well, I got one, two, three, four. Six, and then I have the three kids from the, that are going to the National Development Program. I'll start with Ethan Heider. Uh, it was announced this week that he's going to be playing at the for the Magicians in the NAHL. Any comments on Ethan? He committed to this summer to, yes, Clarkson. to Clarkson. Clarkson. He's a very he's a good goaltender. Mm-hmm. No very doubt good. about it. We use on the you're starting in the state tournament as a freshman goalie. You're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Tim Piowski from Eden Prairie is. Appeared to be headed to, headed to the NA as well. And I think Bismarck. that's a big loss. Yeah, and Bismarck. I think it's a big loss for Lee Smith. I mean, he's not going to pump in a bunch of goals. He's super athletic, um, very big. Um, he can give a second line assistance to that squad. He can even give first line assistance. Oh yeah, let's, he, let's put it. This, yeah. He's not the top player on your top line, but he's the third best player on your top line. He solidifies the second line. You know, very well. He's senior leadership. Like, he's... I think it's a big loss. Yeah. Um, With him, uh, I could see them beating... Being one of the teams that beats Tonka this year. That's it? I mean, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, if if not them, it's Edina. You know, who's going to maybe beat Tonka once. I don't think Tonka's going to lose more than three games this year. They do play St. Thomas Academy. And East. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> the look on your face, Tony, was I just. Don't I don't, Tonka doesn't lose High more five. than two. Tonka won't lose more than two games. They won't lose more than two games. Uh, Bryce Brodzinski appears to be headed to Omaha in the USHL, foregoing his senior year. Uh, ben Brinkman is already gone. He's <laughs> skating over at the U. Um, Jack Perbrix is all but gone from Elk River. Yeah. And I don't have confirmation on this, but I would think that Brady Meyer won't be finishing his career at North Branch. He'll be headed to Central. I think he's Central Illinois Flying Aces. I think he's the yeah, Bloomington, Bloomington team. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then the three uh, guys, and Carl noted that Brock Faber never played high school hockey at Maple it, Grove. But It's worth noting. Brock is that very, good. Very well worth noting. Brock is the – He's the prize in all of these yeah. these kids and the Minnesota kids, I think, the, at the National Development Program. Brock Faber's gone. Uh, Owen Gallatin is a heck of a player from White Bear Lake. He's gone. Big, big power shift there in 4AA. When and Owen Connor Kelly's gone. He's yeah, another so three, defenseman. Three of the nine from Maple Grove on this list. Yes. Yeah. Maple yes. Grove took a hit. The team that could have been. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you start to factor in that, that uh, William Matsky is a kid from – uh, Maple Grove, who plays on that state championship, but he was on the line with Janicki and yeah. Kukkonen. Mm-hmm. He's enrolled at Blake this it, year. And yeah. he held his own on that line. It's oh, not like yeah, he's a he very, very carry, good player. He wasn't caddying for those two. He was definitely <laughs> playing. Uh, he was definitely out on the course with those guys. That's a subtle jab. So he's he's um, <laughs> he's he's at Blake. He's playing first line with those guys. Um, so that's a loss to Maple Grove. Uh, another loss to Maple Grove. Obviously, we've talked about the other three, but then you've the other one. If you if you look back, is is uh, Trevor Janicki. Trevor oh, sure. Janicki. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Was yeah. on that team. He played <laughs> as a freshman and was. I 
think he's the leading scorer as a freshman. So they're getting bled out year. right now pretty bad. Yeah, they are. So it's a very deep program. Uh, I think they're going to still be a really good team. They are relevant. If Brodzinski leaves, yeah, they're, fi- still the front sure. they're still the yeah. front runner. They're still a huge front yeah. runner to yeah. win 5AA. Yeah. It, it's just it? they're not as good. Just not as deep. They're not going to be in the top ten. They could beat a Section 3 AA team in the first round of state. <laughs> Which 3 AA team would that be? I have no I'm idea. not sure. Okay, so those are the leaves. Now we're going to talk about uh, players that stay. But before we talk about those, let's talk about some vintage stays. There's lots of good ones yeah. here. I mean, obviously, if you, it really doesn't take a genius to go back and look at all the Mr. Hockey winners. You know, every one of those guys stayed, obviously. Uh, and they all had a big impact. You could start with all the, the, the big three from Eden Prairie. You got Kyle Rao, Nick Letty, Casey Middlestat. Those guys all stayed, right? But you start to look at those, and, like, Kyle Rao, he he left. Right. And came back in, like, a couple <laughs> of days. Second span. thoughts, right? that was That was, like, breaking news type of thing across the state when yeah, that happened. I remember that. I was really just about was. ready to drop my rankings, and I had to panic and rewrite, and then panic and rewrite again. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. That yeah, was that, was, huge. that was a game changer. I remember I was in the UNL, uh, Nebraska-Lincoln cafeteria, when I read the breaking news story that he was coming back, and I was like, oh, my God, he's coming back. And this girl next to me was like, who? Like, <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, here's some more vintage. You know, it's funny though; we don't talk about these stays back in the era in the yeah. in 80s, 90s, but in, they're all in the 2000s, really, because yeah. it became more trendy to mm-hmm. to go play in the in the USHL or the National Development Program. Um, Pat White, Grant Bessie, Riley Tufty. These are all. These were all. These were all guys that, uh, as h- true high school hockey geeks. We really wanted to see play at their yeah. senior year. And some of those, they're, they're players who had already achieved. All, yes. All you yes. can achieve in high school, but on still the, came on back. On the big like, stage. Like Bessie. Yeah. 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 Bessie, for sure. That was the guy we really, really wanted to see after he had that five-goal performance. You know, I was like, we all want to see more of that, you know. It didn't Hunter happen, though, that. his senior year, really. Senior, well, there really wasn't enough there for, for them to compete. So, But I think there's some really noteworthy stays this year. Yes. More. I mean, obviously, we don't have a Milstat-type one, but – if you if you add up uh, Ryder Donovan, Mike Kester, and Bobby Brink as, as guys that are not confirmed, con- yeah. confirmed staying, yeah. that's great for high school hockey. Those are all draft picks. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, you think uh, yeah. you think about it like that. They're all draft players type of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you, and then you throw out guys like Jackson Judding, who's he's playing and he made the yeah. Holinka team and, and in a situation that would probably be easy to leave from. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jack Jensen could could have left. I think he's coming. It's a, yeah. pretty solid. He's coming back. You got Aaron Huglin up and Rozo. He's staying. Yeah. I mean, this is this be a really good year. I mean, I, we were having our text. Yeah. We had our little group text going <laughs> today. I was like, I'm pretty excited about some of the quality of play that we're going to see this year. Yep. I'm not sure if it's as good as years past, but it's going to be some really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, definitely the players that we'll see this year. And it's not like last year was a forward-heavy senior year. Got it was a forward D. year. There's a good decor coming in right now. And we'll, balanced. and we'll talk about that later on when we talk about our Mr. Hockey our Mr. Hockey choices later on in the show. Yeah. And then uh, maybe some guys we think who will get invited to the banquet. So uh, let's move on to transfers. I mean, I didn't. I don't know if I have enough room on this piece of paper. There's so many of them. But before we talk about current transfers, let's talk about 
some vintage transfers. And Danny, you dropped one on me today, which I just got to tell you, I was impressed. That was some good work. So John Casey, the legendary goaltender for Grand Rapids, played his sophomore year at Greenway. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to not only play it, he played it at his most fierce rival. What too. a traitor. Crossed <laughs> enemy lines. What, what a traitor. Unbelievable. What a traitor. That's a good dig. I didn't yeah. know that. I did it, not know that. That has to be – I we, we were thinking that's the most famous transfer because it's the most – he made a – that's a state tournament team. He yeah. won state. And it oh, happened yeah. at a time when there wasn't a lot of player no. movement. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Especially in towns that, you know, cap players have their own ranks. You know, like each other's guts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that, you know, are involved with that. Oh, here's a couple more that we just jotted down, but there's a lot more out there. Uh, Anders Lee left uh, St. Thomas Academy yeah. for, Edina. for Edina. It wasn't surprising to us. It was just disappointing. Yeah. I knew Durr's pretty – I rode the activity bus with him, you know, type of thing. Because he, <laughs> he lived dropping. in Edina. I lived yeah, in like, Bloomington. You know, he's – Durr's is a smart like quiz guy. bowl and he was hockey? Well, that's why I stayed late. I don't know why he stayed late. <laughs> yeah, like it was football or hockey or It was weird. Like I, I mean, I, I, w- I rode the activity bus. I did an activity. That's right. <laughs> so for sure. For sure. Good for you, Danny. I'll I mean, we you. went to state. He went to state. Yeah, just the commonalities just the there. Yeah. <laughs> We're Unbelievable. friends. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Facebook-wise? Uh, <laughs> Facebook Never even check Facebook. <laughs> I'm friends with Honors Lee on Facebook. We know each other so by proud. name. I know his. All right. He yes, might remember mine. He might remember yours. <laughs> uh, okay, Connor Hurley. Uh, he made a which which transfer are we talking? I don't about? Yeah. know. I, I, when you had mentioned he had other transfers, I was like, I didn't know about all. I just knew the e- Egan to Edina, but he but had there's the Holy Angels stuff Holy in there. Holy Angels, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. And so he went from Egan to Holy Angels to Edina, lit up the world, and and, and, championship. and and burnt out very quick. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tommy Vanelli left Holy Family for Minnetonka. He was a freshman at Holy Family. Think about that. Tommy Vanelli, second-round draft pick, made that Tonka team legit. Really good. It, and he was at Holy Family. He would have been playing with Gersich and everything on that team. Yeah. yeah. And, and that would have been a legit team. Mm-hmm. And uh, because we can't have a, a segment here without me going off into some obscure East history Ooh, I love story. This one. Oh, okay. I love uh, this one. Settle in. Well, my good East transfer story is uh, so. East has not lost a section quarterfinal or earlier since 1993. It's the longest streak anyone's ever had. But um, the, the 1993 <laughs> loss, though, was to Virginia. Virginia in double-A hockey uh, was led that year by a freshman forward named Ted Soikinen. Ted Soikinen. Sounds like a Virginia kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after his sophomore year at Virginia, Soikinen transferred to East. And so that would have been 495. Uh, second in se- se- uh, center of the second line, East won the state tournament. He and his younger brother, who was an eighth grader at that point, did go on to play D1, at, I think, at Anchorage. Um, but uh, and coming with the younger Soikinen, who also transferred in at the same time, was a kid named Pat Finnegan, who was probably next to Dave Spihar, the best player at East in the, in the, in the 90s. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> they had this little pipeline to Virginia that basically <laughs> you know, flipped the power structure in high school hockey for a few years. It's a, that's an amazing tale because they always talk about it. No one ever leaves up here. I think there's a just as much, there's just as much movement on the, in the north as there up is down yeah. here, considering the, the yeah. numbers of people. People's memories are just longer. 
Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I mean, and, and people move for lots of reasons. It's not necessarily just for hockey, but yeah, a jobs lot of times, are you know yeah. a reason why people move. Yeah, there there are more jobs in Duluth than there are in Virginia. That's true. Yeah. So. Though Polymet might change that. Polymet. <laughs> Brought to you by Polymet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, had, I thought you were talking about Turn Ken Poly there for a second. Yeah. No. I was like, what? Polymet, if you're listening. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> all right, so now let's anyway. talk about some transfers. Not all, but there's here are nine or ten, I think, that are could have impact uh, one way or the other. There's two at uh, Holy Family and three in the Minnetonka. So we'll talk about those really quick. Bailey Huber. Uh, leaves the goaltender leaves Matamidi to Holy Family. Lucas Jorgensen thought to have be leaving Orono for Holy Family, uh, but not for sure. Uh, that's not in stone, but by all by all accounts, he'll be there. Uh, Mac Motzko uh, leaves St. Cloud Cathedral for Minnetonka. Griffin the, Streeter, what's that? There would be an example a, of someone yeah. There's a for, good example of somebody whose parents, you know, for other occupations. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, need to point yeah, that out. A particularly notable one. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Griffin Streeter uh, has left Shattuck St. Mary's. He's a power forward uh, from from Minnetonka originally. He's coming back there. Uh, A.J. Kittleson played his youth hockey in Minnetonka, has left Holy Family and has moved to Minnetonka. Um, Blake Messenberg, who actually played his youth hockey in Orono, uh, went to Shattuck for two seasons and is now headed back, and he will be attending um, Benilde St. Margaret's. So that's technically a transfer. Ben Dexheimer has transferred from Edina to Blake. And interesting, we'll, yeah, that's we'll, it, it's it, a rarity. It, it, a committed well, player, uh, and we were talking about yeah. this last year with Pino, uh, Garrett Pinanimi. Is yeah. how many we couldn't think of any transfers that had transferred after getting a D1 commit. And, and Pino was our first one, Dexheimer has to be our second. Yeah, it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare. It, it's just, it's so I think a lot of it has to do with this early commit stuff where kids sure. are yeah I, I think grade, that, you know that happens. opens it up whereas in the past people would commit when they're in their junior year well mm-hmm. by that time it's kind of too late um just a quick question if you don't know where you're going to spend the rest of your high school why are you choosing where you're going to spend college hey that's a good point just a qu- <laughs> yeah lots of circumstances yeah I, I i know i know i'm just uh, Will Larson is a goaltender from Tino Grace is transferring to uh, Andover. Uh, that'll bolster their goal. He's a really good goalie. That will bolster their goaltending, not just for this year, but into the future. Because I think Andover's got a pretty bright future for the next three or four years. Yeah. I think this is probably the biggest one. When I when I heard this one this week, I was like, wait, wait, what? I literally had to hit the phone on. I'm like, playoffs? K- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, Caden Smith, what? Yeah. Huh? So Caden Smith was this kid played Bantams two years ago for Lakeville South. Clearly their best player. Dominated. He played He played in the top six last year with Lakeville South. Had 20-some points as a sophomore. I'm like, why would he leave Lakeville South to go to Lakeville North. New head coach. Okay, that's one. Well, no, and and I'll tell you, the truth is, is he was renting in Lakeville South as his parents were building a house in the Lakeville North. Uh, so, so, oh. so it's a really long plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it's, it is a legit transfer, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, 
he had a pretty darn good thing over on Lakeville South. That's why it was shocking. And he's yeah. – I saw him play on Thursday against Minnetonka, and he had two goals and an assist in the scrimmage there. He's really good. He's playing with Griffin, and he's playing with Schneider. Yeah. That's going to be a really line. good line. That's it. I think Lakeville North probably is the favorite now mm-hmm. ahead of South. Well, yeah, it's one of those two. Really? <laughs> Thank you. Shocking. Yeah. I'm here for Amazing all these tidbits. So, there you have it. Any other uh, transfers that I might have missed out on on, our, on these lists? I mean, there are other ones going on, but nothing that's going to. This is a huge list, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, let's so just put transfers. it this way. Uh, like, normally it's like one player. You right. know, you see one Russell Wilson. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot of Russell Wilsoning going there on this is. year. There is. And it's just really weird. Like, uh, I didn't know about, like, the Bailey Hubert s- situation. It's like. He was he's a Frank Brismick finalist. Yeah. You know, in a lot of people's books. He's a nine twenty, nine thirty save percentage, you know, kid. I I agree. It's a big get. That's a big get. Big, 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 big get. All right. So we made uh we brought brought out our, our um formula. Oh. Um <laughs> we we had a long discussion, three, four hours over this, and I think we're Don't ready give to, all the secrets. Our show away. prep is always three to four hours. Yeah, so. yeah don't, don't. So <laughs> nothing new. We are ready to unveil our July preseason top ten. Bum bum bum. <laughs> it's always so important. I think that, <laughs> It matters. Some of it really doesn't change a whole heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you go watch the elite league. Oh yeah, maybe this team would be really good. You know, but I, I, if you look back last year's final four, for the exception of St. Thomas Academy, we were pretty spot on. Just thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, did just, I, I'm sorry, Jenny. Digging hard. <laughs> but I think I can't wait right. for next year. But we we I think we did have. East and Edina as one and two to start the year, and yeah, I believe so. And, and I think we had yeah, Tonka. I think we had, we had Moorhead in there too somewhere. But yeah, yeah. but we had Tonka and St. Thomas yeah. in that next tier. Yeah, so we weren't too far off. They were no. in the semifinals against one another. So, um, so I think we're we're I think we're cruising for another uh, good year here. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Just say it, Tony. Number, just number say- one, Minnetonka. Uh, yeah, that that part's easy. That's really easy. Really, I mean, could they go undefeated? No, no you just said the U word. <laughs> no, I don't think we, they can. We, yeah. Carl and I already acknowledge that yeah. they play really good teams. Yeah. Okay, teams that are going to get W's against them. <laughs> I, I, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, how good we talked to the assistant coach today, Tom Stewart. How good is that? They could potentially be Minnetonka and Andover one versus two at Hockey Day. And uh, Hockey Day is an exhibition game now. But it could. It's still good. It's still good. It's still, good. It's still hey, fun I just to watch. wish it weren't being played at 6.45 in the morning. Is it playing at 6.45? So what time do I have to wake up? I have to wake know. up at like four thirty to get up to Bemidji if I want to do it to stand outside in like twenty no. degree uh, like below you're temperatures. You're not getting up. You're going you can up stay to in, a, in, a, in an ice ice shack. That's with, oh. with some green greenway green family people as well. <laughs> See that that sounds entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've given away our number one and number two. We think yeah. Minnetonka's number one and we Andover two. Yeah, I we think. were watching Andover today though. That they are just really crisp. <gasps> so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Tony likes the word crisp for some reason. Crispy critter. He tweeted that today. He's like, oh, very crisp Andover. I'm like, what are they, an apple? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's it's a golden delicious. That's what he said. Yeah. 
Uh, although I was impressed, and I think that East, I think this team's better than last year. Who? East? East? I think this There's team is not better than last year. And the top line was the best line we saw. Not, not even close. Not, not close, yeah. And not then you Baker factor in, you're going to get two sophomores, Locker and Jeanette, who won't, there will be no drop off. And there's a bunch of juniors and seniors, like, you know, a kid like Logan Anderson, who's really good. And was buried yep. behind a top line. Yeah. So this is, they got six or seven legit forwards, decent D coming back. Who's their goaltending? They've have, they have options. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. they have a former YHH goalie of the year. Yeah. Uh, in is one of them. This kid okay. named Conrad Cowell. She's uh, he'll be a junior he this year. He might be year. third on the depth chart right now. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. very, yeah. very, very athletic kid. Yeah. So, okay. I think they'll be fine in the nets. So there, there's. I'm East. just asking. I'm. I don't know. It's so funny. We've talked. This is what are X number of minutes into the show. We've very rarely talked about Edina. That's true. Isn't that weird? Other than one kid transferring away. Yeah, one kid <laughs> transferring away and Brinkman leaving. But other than that, that's all we've talked about. United. Okay, so Let's they have that. Jet Jungles, right? Let's go over Mason what they have. Um, Vorlicky. Yep. I don't know what they have Nick in net. Williams. What's in net? Are they getting that's a, a question? That's a question. Uh, they got Wolfie and, and Ramsey Bell. They'll be fine in net. Okay. They'll, they'll be good there. Um, What's their what's their line situation? What are their forwards? Their forwards are – Buzzers, you know, plenty of guys. Just, but they don't have that Edina player that you want to see, like Hurley, like we talked about. Yeah, or Sammy Walker, or yeah. Kiefer Bellows. They'll still be good. That that their first six still will be five. so fast, yeah, and so dangerous. Yeah. I really think that this is going to be a, a good team. I actually like, I I like the way their decor is more shaped this year. I think their decor is going to be more stay at home. Than yeah, years past. well, you got Jake Boltman, Nick Williams. And Boltman steps up. I, I take that back. He steps up pretty good. Yeah. That, yeah. And so, Vorlick, he stays at home. Yeah, they're, they're, this team's going to be good. I think they're a legit top four team. Yeah. yeah. And with Giles behind the bench. Yeah. Um, through some arm twisting um, from you, Danny, we got, <laughs> you know, you need to see your team in the top five, I guess, to start the year yeah. and make yourself – Make yourself feel worthy. We're here for your ego. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So St. Thomas Academy. Although I will give you credit. St. Thomas, they have a ton of talent. Um, good goaltending, good D. They get, they get the whole deal. I, I so think, I think the, they are a top five team. The, the thing that you look at St. Thomas, they lose Holmes and um, Foley from the decor, and they were out uh, every a other lot. shift. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to have to find themselves in, on D and get a good chemistry going early because that's what's the – Main They're going to need um, a lot of production out of Herzog. McFadden. And McFadden this year. They and, really, and, really need some production and out of those Well, well he's a, yeah. you, you expect he's that, a foregone yeah. conclusion. But I think those other two are going to really, really need to – I think they're also going to get their chance, too. I mean, yeah. you know, Peyton, Matsui, and, and Ray Christie really st- gobbling up a lot of minutes on the power play on the first line. You know, so I really think that these two guys are going to, you know, what we tend they're going to have a coming out party this year. Uh, what has been happening with St. Thomas is uh, they graduate kids like a Matsui or a Tufto or Stucker, and the people behind them then jump into that role, and they take advantage of it pretty well. And so that's it. 
you're going to see a coming out party pretty nice, and you're not going to expect it, but it was already there. The pieces were in place. Another one of those guys, and I should just assume that people know, it was Nico Vega. Yes. He's, mm-hmm. he's already a He's already a player. He's already he's a great prime time numbers and he was a freshman starter type of thing. Yeah, he, he Nico is already there and he's already performed at, at the highest yeah. level at a higher level. I don't think we can say that about McFadden and Herzog yet, and I think though this is going to be their year. Yeah, McFadden has flashes. But yeah, the thing that's really good about McFadden that most St. Thomas players don't do is he goes into the corners. Yeah, and he's big. He goes enough. wherever he wants. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: is McFadden's has like a brother that was a offensive lineman at Stanford. You know, he's two a, brothers. Uh, um, yeah, one's a running back though. Okay, and so, but I mean, what I'm saying is, he's a bowling ball out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is Connor the one that was a lineman? He played JV. He really was a bowling ball out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly. Yes. Ball. It's rolling. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the number six team. And I think it gets a little less clear after this team. Uh, Creighton, Durham Hall, uh, they return virtually everybody. Yep. Um, they lose Gimberlin. They lose um, Castro. But uh, They have Funk and Murph now. Yeah, they have a really solid coaching staff. They return arguably the best uncommitted player in the state, Matt Gleason. Yep. Um, yeah. They have they have their whole they have Davison and Milosh back. That line is as good a line as you're gonna see. Let's just put it this way. Not Let's, as big. They're not as big as Ryder yeah. and No and Ricky and those they're guys. They're flashy. They're, yeah. They're um, flash. They're good. They can play. We we created a nickname last year called Cretaning somebody. Okay. Were <laughs> <laughs> they Cretan yeah. Holy Family? Yeah. Yeah. This is the same players. The okay? same guys. The same guys. I mean, they cretined Holy Family. Holy Family had three losses last year, okay? We're not talking, like, this is a good squad for Cretan coming in. Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh, I've also heard that they got a transfer. <laughs> you make our transfer list. <laughs> well, why not, right? And I don't uh, I just, I've heard his name. I don't know if he's a Ford or D, so I can't ex- extrapolate too much on him. His name is Ryan Mormon. He was a Moundsview kid, so. Well. Good, he decent wasn't from player. Salt Lake? What's that? He wasn't from no, Salt Lake. No, it was okay. not from Salt Lake. Okay, so cool, cool. I think this is a team that will can be reckoned with. They have they have three or four really good D. They have six or seven forwards that can really play. Soft Cretan, schedule. Creighton will well, yeah, their conference. Yeah. It's conference bad. is trash. Brutal. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, yeah. So th- those six, I think, no one in in the state would argue with. With those six, well, we know some people order, who will argue. Might, but, well, yeah, yeah, if they're not in it, they would probably argue. Well, That's we true. deserve to be in the top six. Okay, uh, let's go game. number seven. <laughs> this is, I think, after what we saw, we've seen for two or three games over in Braemar. Eden Prairie sneaks like, into we there. We like Eden Prairie now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a couple of nice performances on Friday and Saturday, but. What's noteworthy is they had these performances without three sophomores, and I, you know, I'm a big proponent of these sophomores. Cause you go in there and you bolster. Uh, Drew Holtz, a, a goal scorer that you'll, you guys will, will fall in love with immediately. He's going to score a lot of goals, uh, and then you have Carter Batchelder who can not just score, but he stirs up trouble everywhere he goes. Yeah. He's also a playmaker. He's yeah. great. And then you got another middle stat. So you have the second coming Luke middle stat. Well, you know, he's coming. a, he's a, coming. you know, Johnny's a, a great player, 
But if you look at Luke, he re- he'll remind you of Casey because he's got this, the, the same kind of hands and same kind of foot speed, but he plays D. It's a great story of why he plays D. When he was a squirt, he was like a first-year squirt. His coach, it was his two brothers, put him out there. And they go, well, I really want to play forward, coach. And like, hey, you're going to play D. We only have four of you. You're going to be out there every other time. So it was like a <laughs> selfish mood. And, and the rest is history. You know, like Luke yeah. Middlestad, you are a D. And he just stayed back there because you get to play more. Get more ice time? Okay. It's more ice time. You get to play, you know. So So you're saying he went to, like, John the Baptist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So so there's Eden Prairie. I think they're going to be in the conversation, and that's going to be part of why 2AA is going to be so fun that's a this dirty. year. It's really going to be fun. Speaking of 2AA. You know. Speaking of 2AA, we have Holy Family coming in next. I think that team has some definite upside, especially yeah. when you consider now they have a Jared Mode type of goaltender again. Yes. So yep. they have the backside. They've They've got good defensemen. They have... Uh, they got Spinner, they have Redden, they have um, Charchenko. I mean, this is yeah. this is not a bad little yep. blue line right there, right? You got a good blue line. You got two good lines up front. Yeah, um, they're gonna roll through a lot of teams this year. So yep. I think they're a top ten team. Yeah, it may take some time to gel, just because you know there are a lot of moving parts here. But right, and, and it might I, not be a good turkey trot type of situation. Right, yeah. right. When you consider you consider Wyzetta. Yes. Yep. And you consider Maple Grove, they'll be loaded, and then obviously Dinah's loaded. So they, yeah. they could go 0-2 in the turkey trot, but yeah. that doesn't really mean much. No. You know, but and, and you know what? If they lose their first game, that sec- the second games the, the, between the losing teams, that's yeah. it's one of the most garbage Why games out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a garbage game. Um, last, let's see, now 9 and 10. Uh, Hill Murray, we think. Hill Murray, Hill Murray. Hill. What did you say in the pre-show? You said, well, they're going to have 80 guys again trying out. They You're will. right. They did. Here's the thing. I when know. you have 80 guys trying out, they're going to find 15 that, that can, can skate. That's going to be pretty really, easy. Really, really play. Yeah, they'll be young. They're going to have a whole bunch of young kids. But they possibly have three D1 commits. Yeah. Helgeson. Yeah. If he stays. Yeah. Oh, Pierre. Pierre. And overly, overly, yeah. But then there's a bunch more after that. I mean, there's a lot of young yeah. ninth and tenth grade kids yeah. that are really, really high end kids. Yeah. So, I believe that Hill Murray will by the by January will be one of the better teams in the state. They have a easy track to state as yes. well. Yeah, four to play this year. Eh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stillwater and White Bear will be in Good. in the. Uh, Side, they'll be the sidecar teams, but I don't think they're going to no. really challenge. Stillwater the year after this year will probably be better. Yes, very good, very good. Okay, so now our last team, who if you would have asked me two years ago, three years ago, who's going to be there, I would have said Moorhead will be there, Cloquet will be there, their BAMs are there. They haven't even lost, literally, even with, even with Ethan Frisch coming back, I don't see Moorhead and Cloquet and his BAMs three years ago. These were – Semi-finalists and finalists mm-hmm. in the state tournament. No, I, I and I, I mean, don't see it either. The way that the collapse of Moorhead last year just makes me really hesitant to put them in a top ten yeah. situation. I and what they lost. Yes, I don't. I, I see the same thing, and I, and I think part of it's their, you know, they don't have a lot of soft. It, Moorhead doesn't have any, you know, Carter Rancliffe sophomores coming in. 
so I, I just don't see Moorhead right now. Um, maybe they come back hungry this year and they, you know, I think that show has Dream a State. Dream State. I think, yeah. and, and it's a curse. this is not a rip on <laughs> Dream State. I just think it's a ginormous distraction. Yeah. 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 You know, you can't focus on the actual hockey being played. You got this camera guy, you know, in your face all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. then you start thinking about, oh, well, they, you know, they didn't make it to state and they didn't, you know. Yeah. You know, Casey's team didn't make it. They didn't win. And, you know, all of a sudden you start doubting. You know, I think it's a little tricky. So uh, we picked Cloquet as our 10 spot. And I would have thought Cloquet, if you would have asked me a couple of years ago, I was all Cloquet with, they got a bunch of really good sophomores, Galatz and, and Langenbrunner and a few others. I thought for sure Cloquet would be two or three. They looked okay this weekend, but they don't have a lot of size after their top D pairing is what we noticed. Yeah, and there's there's they're going to lose a lot in the trenches. Yeah, yeah. And who's the coach going to be? I mean, I literally I can't put a question. (laughs) I can't look. You can look at the top five, right? Every one of these teams has 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 a coach who's been there. And it's established, or, 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 or you know, or won something. Yeah, I mean, we put nine as Hill Murray because of because their coach, yeah. right? So, uh, I think a lot of that. There's just a lot, too many question marks for Cloquet to be any higher than ten at this point. Well, and that's that's one of Cloquet's mo's. Mm-hmm. You know, I I actually see Cloquet from last year. You know, winning close ones, losing close ones, yeah. winning blowouts, losing blowouts, yeah, tying capable games, capable of beating anyone, but also you know, losing. They, they didn't win a playoff game. Yeah, I could see that happening yeah. again. Yeah, they're they're a really good yeah. team. I but, get to, I get I get to see them twice just kick off the season. So I'm really I'm really really excited about having them in our opener this year. They're really excited about it too. I saw them uh, this weekend. They're like, oh, we're playing in your tournament. You know? <laughs> they're all excited. You know, like goodness, it's going to be great to have them. What tournaments do we have uh, for so, high school next year? So we have, obviously, we have the opener, which is uh, Cloquet, Minnetonka, St. Thomas Academy, and Lakeville North. Okay. And then, uh, I can't even, you're going to put me on the spot here to name the Hockey for Life. Uh, in the Who end runs of, the Youth Hockey Hub? I do. Okay. I just, <laughs> and no, actually, I didn't know. I actually take oh, the yeah. phone calls, <laughs> too, for the uh, <laughs> really? teams. But I'll try to do my best here. Let's see. I know we added Edina, St. Prairie, and St. Thomas Academy. Okay. okay. Um, we have Moorhead. Uh, we have Lakeville North. We have Prior Lake. We have Stillwater. It's always There's always one that I can never remember. Is it Chaska? And Chaska. There Thank you go. very much. There we go. So those eight teams – We'll be in the Hockey for Life. and uh, Where's that at this year? That'll be in Prior Lake. Okay. Same place, same everything. All games yep. will be live streamed on YHH. So uh, thanks to Tradition Companies for their sponsorship for that tournament as well. All right, last segment of the show. Let's talk a little bit. Uh, we have two little mini segments. Let's talk about a few teams. Uh, Class A that we think that will make their marks this year. These, these names will sound familiar if you watched Class A last year. <laughs> yeah, if you watched <laughs> the year before. Six, double a, six a is the best section without a question. St. Cloud Cathedral, Alexandria. I think Sartell's got a big, big senior class this year, so you had to factor them into the race as well. Um, Hermantown, um, considering they have Joey Pierce and Blake Biondi, uh, Darian Goats. Yep. Uh, that's going to be a nice team. Yeah. Got a couple new soft, other sophomores besides Pierce coming in there. There's a kid named uh, Ethan Lund and Cole Ancliffe. They're going to they'll be in the top six. They'll make their mark right away. Yep. So very young, but very very talented. Yep. Uh, East Grand Forks, 
um, is a team that will, I think, be right in the mix. Yeah. They, they'll be a 4-5 type of team in the, in the state tournament. Uh, we would love to see Greenway back in the state tournament. This really could would. be their year. Could be. Plenty of talent, plenty of talent there. Plenty of heart, too, when yeah. we watch oh, them yeah. in the section finals. No doubt about it. Two us. lines going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for a TV timeout. Yep. <laughs> All right, so you got those. Those are five teams. You can make an argument for Orno as well as yeah. the defending state champs. Mm-hmm. Saw them play today against Forest Lake. I think that's a legit team. They're big. Who? Strong Flake Orno Orno. Okay. Yeah. I thought Forest Lake was okay. They okay, beat we Saint can Michael stop the, the show night. now. No, <laughs> they're all right. I wasn't. I, I thought they were all right. Um, let's do our Mister Hockey. This is our final segment now. Uh, our Mister Hockey winners. Who's going to be the Mister Hockey winner, and who's going to be at the banquet? Carl, you want to go first? Sure. Well, I think all of us were kind of hedging this way, even though we all have our picks here. But uh, my pick is to no one's surprise, Ryder Donovan. Uh, yeah. Who does he play for? He may happen to play for Duluth East. But, oh, uh, no. Yeah, no. He's looked very sharp today. He's a, he's a Lester Park Bulldog. Mm-hmm. One of the, the few remaining <laughs> Lester Park Bulldogs. That's right. That's but, right. Uh, one interesting little note today on the, the East power play, they had, they had him on the point. Hmm. It's an interesting setup. Because I would put that in the experimental category. In, yeah. But when you have Ricky Lyle in front of your net, yeah. No, you don't need Ryder up there. No, yeah. I'm not saying that, but no, the forwards hands. on yeah. the points are a bad idea. Uh, I'm thinking yeah. of Centennial oh, blowing Mike, up Saint Michael Thomas. Graham. <laughs> oh, God, the Michael <laughs> Graham experience. <laughs> oh, God, that was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Lee, that was a bad mistake. Oh, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Remember he, when that Benil game, he coughed it up twice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. And it was just like full-on breakout, and it was like, what <laughs> the heck? All right. So you're going, who, who's, your, who, who's your guy that's going to be at the banquet besides Besides, uh, let's say Rob Christie. I like that one. I like that. You probably stole that one from yeah. Danny. Danny speaking. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Who are your, who's your Mr. Hockey pick? I, I like Ethan Frisch. I, I think he's going to come back. I, I don't believe the rumors right now that he's left. Uh, he's got too much to come back to, and it's Moorhead. Moorhead doesn't lose players like that, and he's just he's he's one of those players that you just watch. Even my dad saw him in juniors. He was like at a junior game, like in the spring, yeah. for work. Like they went to a game, and I was like, watch this kid, and he's like, he's really good. He's he's really good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. Don't you remember I was pointing him out in Thanksgiving? No, but yeah, he's really good. <laughs> so uh, just I, when I was doing my rumors from the rink article, I you know I'd heard some rumblings locally about Frisch not coming back, and and normally, you know. Uh, the, the people in Moorhead, you know, a lot. Maybe it's just certain certain teams, certain associations, certain towns. They're very cavalier about people leaving. Like, oh, they're not leaving, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I fully expected when I started dialing my two one eight numbers up in uh, actually there's seven oh one numbers up in <laughs> up in <laughs> right. Fargo, up in Moorhead, and I said, hey, you know, um, hearing this story, hearing this coming out. And usually it's, oh, he's not leaving, no way. You know, he just wants a spot, oh, he's a spot, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That wasn't the tone of the conversation. The tone was, you know what, we're hearing that too, and uh, we're not getting a great vibe. That's why I put it in our article that I didn't think he was coming back. Mm -hmm. A lot can change, especially with a kid who is 
a leader in the community. Lead, I mean, yeah, he has a lot of weight he has on his, his own sh- section. Yeah, he's got yeah. his own. He's, I mean, the first this five is a, will be very it's disappointing. Not just the first five. I mean, these are little kids. I mean, everybody really, really looks up to him. There's a lot of responsibility on his shoulders, and I think he's the type of kid that likes that responsibility. I think when push comes to shove. Uh, I think the I think Frisch will come back, and if he does, I think he's the front runner to win it. I really do. It's either him he's, or Ryder. Is he's one of those. so smooth. Yeah. he just makes smart decisions. I agree. He got a quick, quick release on a shot. So yeah, I like your pick. Who's your banquet pick? I love Mike Kester. Yeah. So if if you get here's the thing, Chaska. Nobody thinks like, why would I ever watch Chaska? I drove out to Chaska to watch them play Breck last year, Oof. and it was just like first goal. Kester, power play. He skates down in the center of the ice, lines up in the hash, like center, boom, done. Goal. And it was just like, oh, okay. Uh, like, I can go home. I just saw what I came for, and it's good. It's so funny. I was at uh, – he played for the Blades last fall for the U16 Blades, and I was talking to this Honeybake coach uh, that I knew from a different tournament ever, and he's like, Who's 27? It's <laughs> Mike Kessler. He's, oh, Coaster. He's unbelievable. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, he goes, he goes, if I had that kid on my blue line, we'd win a national championship. He plays like Aaron Ness. Yeah. He, he just, really, he makes. Really good. He, he, and then he has the Madonna, um, you know, jersey flap about him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that the, sp- the speed is just there. And, yeah. and it's just next level. If somehow they make it through and make it to state, is he Mr. Hockey? No. Really? Well, uh, okay, your if scenario just, is if what? no. If if Chaska makes if the, the voting state has already ta- not taken place because it has by that point, no, uh, he is not Mr. Hockey. I'm just tell you, throwing no. it out there. Just throwing it, it out because there. okay, Carl. It, let me. I, I'm. Let me ask someone who's rational thinker. You just kicked me out of the table here. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Rationally. Rationally, I kicked <laughs> yeah. you. What do you think? Mike Kester win Mr. Hockey if Chaska makes the state tournament? I still don't. I've never thought it's dependent on what a team does. All right. Just throwing it out there. I, right. I just uh, – yes, he's going to put up 70 points, okay? That, that, that's the reg- blue line, that's like Henry Boucher-like. Come on. No, it's Aaron Ness-like. Right. But, but it, it's not the reason why – you know, like his point total is inflated due to schedule, due to a ton of different factors, and – Okay. No. All right. Uh, I'm going Jack Jensen. I think Jack's going to have an enormous year this year, and I think they're going to be in the top three. I think could, they, they could even make it to the state tournament. He, he's one of the best power forwards in the business. Yep, no doubt about it. My banquet pick is Josh Ludke. Yep. And <laughs> Mr. Uh, Clutch. I, he is Mr. Clutch. Yep. He is Mr. Clutch. I mean, he makes it all happen. Here's the thing. If you were to start a team, we just listed off a couple other defensemen, but if you were to start a team, he's who you pick. And it really is. He he just he's everything that you need. Hard to disagree with that. I think he's an easy, easy banquet pick. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure he can win the award. Um, he could. Again, it goes back to my whole second best player on the team kind of thing. You know, yeah. I think Bobby's I, I the best really player. I really don't think that plays into effect what you think it does. I don't. Just it's my rules, you know. If you're the Tony's second rules. best player. 
I think that my rules would have got I, us more correct last year I, for our picks. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> um, this happens every week. I do say this though. I, I if I were to say now this, we say Mister Hockey. That's a senior. If I were to say the front runner for YHH's Player of the Year next year, I think it's going to be Bobby Brink. Uh, Mac Leeson. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick too. I like that. Yeah. How about you? Just. Uh, you can stick with Ryder. Keep riding the Ryder train. <laughs> keep the Ryder train going. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think you know. I think those two are going to be in the conversation. The way Gleason and we said it last year, he just takes. He's the best player on the ice whenever he's out there, and he takes over games. If we're already pumping them as number six in the state, he's going to be the reason why they're there. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's going to be a good. Uh, we talked about it in our text string today. Uh, Two double A, six double A, and seven double A make it three double A juicy. <laughs> nice try. God, no, no, no three double A. And we're no done. Three double A. You're the show killer. That brings the show to a halt. Thank right you. There. I do halt. what I can. Um, I'll be here all week. Huge uh, fun to see you guys uh, on this summer evening tonight. Uh, Carl, thanks for making the trip over. Danny, thanks for helping put together the show. Uh, for Danny and Carl, I'm Tony Scott. Thanks for tuning in. These looks all over their face. My friends all know that I'm cool. I've been this way since high school. Cause life's never been sweeter. When you're just a cake eater When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me My high school team, I was playing on the top three Now my son is scoring piles He 